Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. We have video of that gay choir who was singing, we'll convert your children, We're coming after your kids. Dr. Bob Record has a ministry on healing the father wounds. And Pastor Robert Henderson tells us how to pray in the courts of heaven. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Blaze reports and now shows a video we got from Ben Shapiro, we'll reveal in a second. An openly homosexual gay choir is now produced and reproduced and published and then unpublished, they're hiding it now, a song about converting your children to homosexuality. The shocking song, which we're gonna share an excerpt with, made the public very angry. And now after an angry public backlash, the San Francisco Gay Men's Choir has removed their offensive video in which they openly boast in song of their plans to convert your children to homosexual sin. The Blaze reports the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus set a music video to private after the group said it received threats of harm over the song that repeats lines, we'll convert your children and we're coming for your children numerous times. And San Francisco Gay Men's Choir posted the video on their own YouTube page back on July 1st. It begins with one singer introducing a tune targeting Christian children for conversion to the LGBT lifestyle. Then the gay choir joins in behind the first singer and begins with the following offensive lyrics. I'm not editing, I'm not even commenting. I'm just gonna read you the lyrics to the song that they sang. It begins, quote, you think we're sinful, you fight against our rights, you say we all lead lives you can't respect, but you're just frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids. If our agenda goes unchecked, funny, just this once, you're correct. In other words, they will corrupt your kids. We'll convert your children, sings the homosexual choir. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco, make them wear pleated pants, we don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. We're coming for them, we're coming for your children, we're coming for them, we're coming for your children, we're coming for your children, for your children, end quote. Their words, not mine. Now, this embarrassing clip uh, has been now removed from their YouTube page, but we caught a version of it that was preserved by Ben Shapiro. Let's just roll some of the video footage of the choir talking about converting your children. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. We're coming for 
So there you saw the footage, that's the news. Our thanks to Ben Shapiro and also The Blaze for that report. Now, let's take a moment and discern the spirits. For years now, for over a decade, when they wanted gay marriage and it was legalized by the Supreme Court in 2015 and the Obergefell decision, they said they didn't want your children. They just wanted gay marriage. They said they weren't pedophiles or predators. They're just, they wanna be left alone in the privacy of their own bedroom. And they argued that in the Lawrence v. Texas case and they won, right? Uh, the Supreme Court, without any legislature anywhere, in fact, California twice voted against gay marriage, but the Supreme Court gave them their rights, and now, here it is, five years after Obergefell. They're not satisfied with equality. They want your children. And they've been saying all along, oh no, we're not pedophiles, but now they are pedophiles. I mean, this is a direct connection. We're coming for them, we're coming for your children. We'll convert them. We'll corrupt them. We'll corrupt your kids. You're correct. In other words, you were right all along. So I want an apology from all of those gay bloggers who said for years, oh, Dr. Chaps, you're, you're blowing things out of proportion. We don't really want your children. You're blowing things out of proportion. We're not really pedophiles. Well, it turns out I was right all along. And now you admit it. You say you're correct. Well, I was correct. You know who else is correct? Jesus is correct. When he talks about you homosexual pedophiles who want to come after our children, Jesus warned against you in Matthew 18. Jesus said this, whoever so shall offend one of these little ones if you believe in me. He's talking about Christian kids. It'd be better for him that a millstone were hang around his neck than he'd be drowned in the depths of the sea. So we discern inside of particularly that man who opened the song, the demonic spirit of pedophilia, and we will not let you come after our children in Jesus' name. Let's pray about this, would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for safety for our children. And, and they, can, they can laugh and they can joke and now they can be aggressive because the politics is in their favor and there are politicians who want to legalize pedophilia. But Father, we pray instead that you will protect our children, that you will not allow them to be corrupted or converted, that you will preserve them in the faith and instead we pronounce the forgiveness and mercy toward the greatest of sinners when they repent. And Father, we call for their repentance. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Dr. Bob Record has a ministry to men healing the wounds of the fathers. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, there is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't want to participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. 
We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress. Sign up today. Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Lindell, and I want to tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chap's ministry here in his program. And you can do that by using going to MyPillow.com, using the promo code PrayNews, and you're going to save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a, mo- a lot of that money is going to go back to support Dr. Chaps and this programming. And it's, uh, I just can't tell you enough to get people to Jesus is so important. And to have ministries like this is, is that it's just absolutely amazing. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Empowering you, the grassroots activist, here is Dr. Chaps. Our next guest is one of the leaders of the men's ministry movement that has, I think, influenced modern church history in a way that is profound by reestablishing fatherhood. And, And the gift of being a good father is something many men don't have, which is why Dr. Bob Record has written this book, Ending the Cycle of Father Wounds. Dr. Record, thank you for coming on the program. I first became aware of you, I think, back in the 90s. You were speaking at all the Promise Keeper rallies. Right. So into the 2000s as well, yeah, yeah. great movement. But you have you have a message to men today about fatherhood, and some of the some of the men to whom you ministered don't have good track records with their dads. That's for sure. But I would say, chaps, to every man who may be watching, if you're a dad, thank goodness for the moms because they make such a big difference. But research shows that you make a big difference too. When a dad is present and engaged, the child is healthier. They are happier, they make better grades, they are less behavioral problems, they grow up with better social abilities and skills, they have greater empathy, greater self-control, which makes for a better society, and their own marriages become much stronger. So dads, you make a huge difference. I was fortunate, uh, of course I was adopted when I was three, but I was raised with a really good father. Uh, And he made such a difference in my life. He went to my band concerts, he went to my baseball games, uh, it just encouraged me uh, and gave me confidence that eventually I went to the Air Force Academy and, and had a successful career after that. Uh, but your book is Ending the Cycle of Father Wounds. What do some of the numbers tell you about how many people have a good or bad father experience? Uh, it's a great question. I've spoken to over 300,000 men in the last 15 years. I started watching a lot of baggage being evidenced by them, and I started asking questions, one of which became preeminent. That preeminent question, chaps, was how many of you had a dad as you grew up or a father figure or a stepdad who regularly told you they loved you, meaning unconditionally, that was number one. Number two, they constantly told you how proud they were of you, not for how you performed athletically or academically, but who you were, who you were becoming. And they worked hard at being present at the events that were important for you, not just comfortable for them. The highest result I ever got that was positive to that question was 35%. That meant over 65% minimum of the men said, I can't say that. That showed that there was a huge 
issue of father wounds, disappointment, distance, drift, tensions, challenge of a fatherhood that wasn't what they hoped it would be. Research following that showed that was incredibly overwhelming. And then women started coming to me hearing I was doing it said, wait a minute, it's not only men who grapple with this, it's us as well. So I wrote the book because if it's not dealt with, it's said so much, time heals all wounds. No, it doesn't. Not unless the time is used well to address the cause of the wounds and to heal them. So the book was written so that it doesn't become multi-generational. So if 65% of adult men and, and, and many women also uh, say that they'd never had a good father figure who, who was supportive in their upbringing, um, what, are, what, are we, what are we losing? What happens to and, and compare people who grew up with a strong father figure and people who don't? How does their life turn out? Well, those who do, I gave some characteristics of just a moment ago, those who don't, much higher rate of divorce, much higher rate of addiction, much higher rate of behavioral problems and challenges. So there's a huge uh, breakdown of marriage. So as a result, it has a lasting impact. And it, the key is, what do you do? If you've had it, you can't change the history, but you can change how you deal with the history. And so you either become a victim of it, or you become a victor over it, and the book was written so there are practical steps if that has been you. And it doesn't have to be physical abuse. It doesn't have to be sexual abuse. Tragically, those happen. But so many of the wounds come from things that dad, stepdad, adopted dad either did or didn't do or said. And those wounds were caught in that memory bank and they just keep on regurgitating. Well, well we don't want to perpetuate the cycle right. and pass that on to the next generation, exactly. but, but what are some of the steps and how does the fatherhood of God enter the picture? How does he become the healer of those wounds and, and he adopts us as his son? Well, the great part is the Bible says he becomes the father of the fatherless and he takes us into his heart and family when that gap, that void is there in our life. But he also gives us the skills and the abilities and the internal drive to deal with it and to overcome it. One of the key issues has got to be forgiveness because when there's been a wound back there, it's like a wound to a body. It penetrates the surface skin. It damages the uh, tissues underneath. When it's a relational wound, it cuts through and penetrates the relationship, but it damages the tissue. What's the tissue in relation? It is trust, adequacy, security, love, all that gets damaged and you have to start rebuilding it. So as a result, that forgiveness gets to a point of saying, I've got to deal with the past because if I don't, it will affect my future. So as a result, I start step by step beginning to forgive that father figure. And it may not have been a massive issue, but it's something that's nagging and underneath yeah. the surface there. If, if I don't cancel the debt that I think uh, they owe me, right. then, then I'm going to feel that anger and that bitterness, and then I'm going to perpetuate that on the next generation. That's so, exactly right. so canceling the debt of someone who has wounded you is critical to the healing process. Uh, Bob, I want to mention this website, Doctor, no, it's BobRecord.com, but the web, this book again, Ending the Cycle of Father Wounds, 
Would you pray with somebody yeah. out there who needs healing? Yeah, and chaps, on uh, bobrecord.com, there is a self-assessment that they can go to my website, and there's a picture of the book right there. It says, here's your self-assessment tool. They can download it and take it themselves in 10 minutes and find out, is it likely that they have father wounds in their life? Don't miss that because that can be a real helpful tool to you for a tool that can help you now know what do I do with it. I'd be honored to pray. Please. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much that you are a loving Father, a gracious Father, a caring Father, and a restoring Father. Father, for those who have had in their past wounds, hurts, disappointments, strains, tensions, drift in a relationship with a dad, a stepdad, an adopted dad, or a father figure, I pray that you would heal them and restore them. I pray that you would make them new inside in that relational deficit. And Father, I pray that you'd give them the courage and the boldness to step into the issue, to forgive the past and know how to do it biblically, and then, having done that, to set off into a brand new beginning of the rest of their life for you to make them abundant overwhelmingly. Father, I place them into your hands wherever they may be in and whoever may be listening and watching. Thank you for your promise to heal. We give you praise and honor in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Our guest has been Dr. Bob Record. His website, bobrecord.com. I'm Dr. Chaps. We'll be back after this short break. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was, in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover, and it says, In God We Trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin. And not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-Obey-God Get yours today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined by my new friend, Robert Henderson, who leads Robert Henderson Ministries. And let me guess, the website is roberthenderson.org. How are you today? That's right, it's good, I'm very good. Thank you for having me. Fantastic, so, so you're a follower of Jesus, you lead a, a prayer center, the Global uh, say it. Yeah, Global Prayer and Empowerment Center, or GPAC, G-P-E-C. In which, Waco, Texas. In Waco, Texas. That's the headquarters, but it's a house of prayer for the nations, and we have leaders all over the world. Well, that's kind of exciting. We're a prayer ministry, and we like to pray on TV so we can mobilize 
you, the, the audience, thousands of intercessors, uh, to ask God to rule our hearts first and to change culture and change the news as it unfolds. Uh, what do you guys pray for at your global house of prayer? Very similar to what you just said, which is all about God doing work in our hearts and those kind of things, but really we focus in on culture because in Isaiah 56 verse 7, God said, even them I will bring to my to my holy mountain, which when you read about that, that actually means a a governmental dimension of the spirit. It's not a, it's not a geographical place. It's a place of the spirit. It's a place of governmental authority. But then it says, he said, he will make them joyful in his house of prayer, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for or in behalf of all nations. And I teach people it takes a house to be able to represent a culture before the Lord. For instance, Solomon Gomorrah, it was destroyed. This is what I say somewhat for shock value. Yeah. But Solomon Gomorrah wasn't destroyed because of its sin. It was because there was no house of prayer to represent it. Because God said, if there's ten righteous, I'll spare it. But there wasn't ten righteous. There wasn't a house that could represent it before the Lord. And therefore, God was not able to show it mercy. I see how you got there. And, and hopefully we have those kind of prayer centers here in America or prayer initiated ministries. You also uh, have popularized this other teaching about the court of heaven. Can you explain to me what that is? Yeah, you know, in, in the book of Luke, when Jesus taught on prayer, he put prayer in three dimensions when you study it, from Luke 11 and in Luke 18. He, he put prayer in approaching God his Father. He said, when you pray, say, our Father which art in heaven. Then he put it in approaching God his friend in Luke 11, 5 through 8. He said, which of you having a friend? Uh, and so he begins to talk about approaching God as a friend. But then in Luke 18, he begins to put prayer in a judicial system. He talks about a widow coming before an unjust judge. That through her persistence, she got her breakthrough. She got her verdict. But... God wasn't, or the Lord wasn't saying that God is an unjust judge we have to convince. How much more so if God is just, is he going to answer those that's, prayers? That's right. He was saying that if this woman could do that before an unjust judge, how much more can we come before God as, as the heavenly judge and see him render verdict? So there's a third dimension of coming into, into the judicial system of heaven. So when we suffer injustice in this world or when we see it uh, happening to our neighbors and, and we report about current events, uh, we report about injustice, whether it's against Christians or, or in Israel or uh, in politics, there is a just God. There is a God who can answer yes. our prayers. And if we, if we join our hearts together and go to him, what does he do? Well, he answers because it's interesting in that parable in Luke 18, 1 through 8. It says, and how much more will he avenge his own elect? See, people think, well, I don't want to go before God as a judge. But they don't understand that that, that court is actually for us as the chosen of God. It is there for our benefit that we get to come before him and report to him the injustice being done. I love when David was being chased out of, Israel, out of Jerusalem uh, by Absalom. Whenever Shimei came out and cursed him and accused him falsely and all this, Joab said, let me hit him. I'll, I, I, it won't take but one blow and I'll take his head off. And David said, leave him alone. He said, if God has commanded him to curse, let him curse. Perhaps God will return good to me for his cursing this day. See, David understood that you can take the injustice being done to you, bring it as a case before God, and God will render a verdict in your behalf of justice uh, that can see good things come into order. So it's clear you're an excellent teacher about prayer, but I think your true, your true gift, if I can be so bold, I just met you, uh, is to show us and demonstrate 
the power of intercession. Could you take a full two minutes and just lead us in prayer? Sure, I would love to. I would love to. So, Father, we just want to we just want to thank you today. We just want to come before your presence. And we just want to declare, Lord, that we have the right to stand before you because of the blood of Jesus. Your word says that through your blood we have entrance into the holiest of holies, Lord. And that's where the court of heaven is. And so we just want to come before you and all the people that are listening, all the people that are watching, we want to say, Lord, before you, Lord, let every injustice that we have suffered, Lord, let it now speak before you, Lord, I pray. And Father, let that injustice be heard before you and let there be verdicts of justice now come into divine order. Lord, everyone that's been afflicted unjustly by sickness, let healing come. Everyone that's lost finances or resources and poverty has come. Let that poverty be revoked, Lord, and let, I pray, prosperity begin to come. Let healing come, Lord, even to the nations. Let, Lord, let the culture begin to come to divine order that's after your heart and after your passion. And Lord, we just want to thank you so much for doing this, Lord Jesus, that you hear our cry. You said if we ask anything according to your will, you hear us. And we know if you hear us that we have the petition we have asked for you, uh, of you. Let the verdict now be rendered out of the courts of heaven and in behalf of your people and your will, we pray in the earth, Lord, in Jesus name. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. amen. If someone's passing through Waco and they want to visit the Global Prayer and Empowerment Center, uh, give us directions. Yeah, you just come to 1535 Wooded Acres uh, is, is the physical address. And there's probably the something online people can go. It is. Yeah, just go to roberthenderson.org and they, all, all the information is there in regards to Radiant Church and GPEC. We have a local congregation that operates as an expression of, of the house of prayer. Amen. We need more prophetic intercessors, and that's why we empower you to pray the news with us when you visit our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Please click on some of the petitions. We not only send those to government, but we send those to God. And you can pray with us. If you need prayer today, also pick up the phone and call us at 866-Obey-God. That's a toll-free number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please donate when you visit our website or call us. We'll talk to you next time. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. The Bible says this in James 1, that pure religion before God and the Father is to visit orphans and widows in their trouble. You know, we have been sponsoring up to 259 orphans and children in one of the poorest states in India for many years. But now there is a famine of biblical proportions happening because of the unemployment there. We are sponsoring people who otherwise cannot feed themselves. We've given over $10,000 to feed up to 100,000 meals to the poorest of poor in one of the poorest states in the world. We need your support. We need your financial contributions. Can you help us? There's somebody out there watching who could give $1,000 or even $10,000 toward a matching gift for what we have already provided. Please donate today. PrayInJesusName.org is our website. Or you can call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please help us feed the poor today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Thank you for watching and supporting us. We need your help to cover these travel expenses, production crew costs. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. 
The Bible says in Hebrews 13, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. If you need prayer, pick up the phone and call us at 866-ObeyGod. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-ObeyGod. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.